Welcome into the Southern Sportsman here for uh, fourth week, episode number four. We haven't been fired yet, so and there, there goes Mick's phone. Got a lot of things to go over today. The guys uh, and Holly are just getting back from Overland West out in Flagstaff, Arizona. Huge hit. Got to go see the Grand Canyon, and we'll go over some of that here shortly. First, as always, uh, we're going to get to some headlines. A lot of things happening in the news these days. It seems like the Electoral College is about to just be discarded and completely done away with. First thing, Mick, you want to tell us about your... The Communist Democrats. <laughs> the Communist that's what it says, are waging war on the Electoral College as part of their efforts to erode the U.S. Constitution and ultimately leave federal elections in the hands of the elite coast, California and New York. So, so what does that mean? So they're, they're voting to eliminate the Electoral College, so the states will give their electoral votes to the person who wins the national popular vote. Popular vote, that's right. So what that means is the state will no longer matter and nobody will campaign there it's just another way for them to try and backdoor everything circumvent the, the people <clears throat> right. the reason they made the electoral college to begin with was to give you know billy bob and small state a say and make his vote vote count so you know they specifically the founders set up the country to not be the will of the masses right so you know makes your vote not matter when you were it's going to come where they want to phone it in like american idol you know and that's stupid I mean, that's what it's coming to. That's what they want to do is, is pick presidents on their cell phone like American Idol. Sure. Um, another, some other stuff that's interesting in the news today is uh, a college campus police chief lost his job in Massachusetts for liking pro-gun things on social media. So keep in mind, everything you do on social media is out there, and if you, you, know, you like a page. It was uh, at Smith and Mount... Holyoke Colleges, which are two liberal colleges in uh, Massachusetts, police chief Daniel Hecht lost his job because of liking pro-gun uh, pages on See, social media. This is nuts to me. I mean, you can go and like so many different things, and if you like anything to do with firearms, these guys are just wanting to hammer home and think you're a homegrown terrorist. Well, not only he liked tweets that were by the NRA, so and Trump. yeah, and Donald Trump, so. Uh, the demonization of the NRA, which is, uh, you know, obviously not what they think it is, but they've tried to demonize the NRA as much as they possibly can to uh, eliminate our gun rights. Um, to my knowledge, he has not lost his job yet. He's just on administrative admi- leave. Yeah, so that means it's coming. Yeah. We'll see if like. it actually happens. He ain't going to lose his job. He's a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> well... He, he, <laughs> he, he liked to build that wall, so that, that's going to be the one probably. He like that. Uh, so watch out what you like on social media because it will follow you around forever. None of us will ever be allowed to run for president. Oh, if they let we're me, out. If they let me run for president, it's all over. We're done. We're, we're, we're gonna, you're done. We're going to fix this. You're system. done for sure. It is, however, safe to like Southern Sportsman on all social, social media outlets. You can click and like everything there. Uh, there's no repercussions for that except for maybe your wife. Yeah. And Holly will handle that. <laughs> Holly with no last name. 
How are you doing over there, Holly? Good. I'm I'm checking out the um I'm checking out the the prospects for our backpack winner. Oh yeah, we we've Very got to good. announce the winner for the backpack here. We're going to do that shortly. So stay tuned for that, but we're going to announce the winner for the Camelback backpack out of Holly's uh, closet. So uh, I have have <laughs> used only once, lightly. I have one more article that is interesting today in the news, and this is a bill by uh, David Ciceline and Bob Casey, or two really anti-gun, uh, anti-American uh, Democrats, of course, out of Pennsylvania and Rhode Island. And it's basically called the Disarm Hate Act. So anybody that is con- you know, convicted of misdemeanor hate violence, which could be anything from, let's say you get in a fight with somebody who is a marginalized group, well, they can con- convict you of a hate crime. So uh, you punch somebody out at a baseball game who happens to be something Latino. And it's a misdemeanor. It, it's a misdemeanor, which is a minor crime. You can remove your have your gun rights removed for life. The headline actually said, "Disarm Hate Act would take gun rights from whites convicted of a misdemeanor hate crime." Right. So basically, more hate on on white people. So they want to take your rights away. Is as many ways as they can possibly. These are the same states with the no-fly list, you know, where they can put you on a secret list and take your guns for that reason. Is the same one? What is it called? The red, the red law, or whatever. Similar. If, if somebody in your family or a friend or just some random person's like, oh, I feel like he could do physical harm to somebody, they come and take come and your take guns. your guns away, and you get well. That law we spoke about the other day. But uh, anyways, that's that's about it in the news. Uh, everybody else is up to their latest tricks. Ocasio-Cortez saying stupid things. Those of you who were with us a couple of weeks ago, remember we were giving away a Camelback backpack. And the request was to go to the Facebook page and like and share and tag three people on the post itself. So looks like we've got our candidates lined up. And the winner is, Holly? The winner of the random... Camelback backpack drawing was Christian Weston. Christian Weston. Yay! Yay. Come on down. (laughs) Come on down. Mick, tell him what he's won. You have won a Camelback backpack. Yeah. All right. Good. Okay. (laughs) So thanks for listening to Southern Sportsman uh, Podcast, and stay tuned for more giveaways, uh, including next week. This week, we wanted to recap a couple of things that we had... uh, uh, we just got in from a, a pretty major road trip. Um, the team went out to Arizona for Overland West, and we we kind of split up that we split up that that drive. Me, Pat, and Holly left last Monday and drove the whole twenty six hours. Twenty six hours straight through. Yep. Yeah, just alternating. Yeah, we were yeah. going to hit many, that Amarillo, and uh, yeah. we were going to stop, and we just looked around and said, mm, let's just keep on going. Yeah, it was about 3 a.m., <laughs> something like that. So it was about 1,600 miles, give or take, I believe. About, about 1,600, yeah. Man, it was tough. It was so <laughs> tough. It was rough. It was so tough, but it was worth it when we got there. Man, Flagstaff is a beautiful, beautiful place. We wound up camping in the Coconino National Forest uh, for a couple of nights, which was gorgeous about a 300 acre field right behind us you couldn't even call it a field it was just like a i mean it was just open flat land filled with uh turkeys and elk in the morning uh it was was pretty impressive and then that peak that was about a twelve thousand foot 
elevation peak right out right outside the the, the tent window <laughs> pretty incredible i yeah. mean it was it was awesome it was nice you know it uh you know going out there hoping to uh hammock camp and uh <laughs> first, first night it was a little little, little bit chillier than i thought it yeah, was yeah it got down to about 27 26 27 i think first night yeah ryan knows firsthand when pat came creeping into his tent <laughs> uh tiptoeing like a bear yeah. <laughs> you can mistake you for a bear in the dead of night hey let me tell you it was i got i, I woke up and i said dang it i'm cold I said, well, I did tell Ryan I was coming. We set that cot up just in case. <laughs> well, that's the thing going. about hammock camping is you take for granted the fact that you need that insulative layer underneath. Because if you're if you're in a hammock and you're sleeping on your on your sleeping bag and you don't have some kind of insulating layer, then all of that all of that loft in the sleeping bag just gets sandwiched. So it's the equivalent of just being like covered with a sheet underneath. So you will freeze your tail off. It didn't even have to be that cold. It can it can just be somewhere like, you know, fifty four, fifty five degrees, and you feel like you're freezing. So you have to have some kind of insulative layer underneath. Which we went to, we went to a local shop out there and got uh, got, got some a, more gear. Got a little bit more some gear, Indian but, blankets. You know, yeah, uh, it was it was one of those things where you you get out there and you go, hmm, I left this at home. So uh, <laughs> probably need to get another one while I'm here. It was yeah. in the twenties or thirties that night. Twenties, twenty-seven, something okay. like that. It was cold. Where was Holly? Uh, somebody's tent. I don't know. <laughs> I pitched my own tent. That night. You pitched a tent. <laughs> I'm pitching a tent right now. <laughs> I can't stand up. <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. What? This is this is radio. What? They can't see me. What's wrong with you? They can't see me. It's getting hot in here. It's getting hot in here because I'm pitching a tent. I hope Caitlin listens to this. Deleted. No, she, that's not why Editing she, is going to be a nice She thing does to not. Listen back to the 300 acre field. If you hadn't have told me that, I would have guessed a thousand. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah it, it looks huge. It's probably larger than 300 yeah. acres. I mean, we're just eyeballing. I mean, it was a massive. It the picture was, a, was unbelievable. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. I mean, we had a good spot. It was quiet. Nobody else around. Uh, we were about eight miles on on kind of trail trail roads back out of civilization. So it was it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, that old rental truck did pretty good. Yeah, did y'all have to <laughs> did y'all have to put the four wheel on to, to get get out there eight miles? Yeah, yeah. Where, how far was the closest Walmart? Actually, probably what about twenty miles? Oh, really? Yeah. This is America. Yeah, we're not too far. Too far. <laughs> never, never I mean, further than yeah, twenty it was, miles. From it was Walmart. probably twenty miles or so. You felt like you were hours away, though, yeah. being out there. From the pictures, I would have guessed the next town was eighty miles. Yeah, so. I mean, it, look, we just, we had to go back. We dropped our trailer when we got out there because we didn't think the trailer was going to make it. The truck almost didn't make it with Pat driving. <laughs> I mean, it, what it, does that it, mean? It needs a paint job, and no, I don't think it could be buffed out. Well, oh, we, hey, we got the insurance, right? That's right. Hey, yeah, who you cares? got that insurance on that rented truck, right? Look, we're not going to say who we rented the truck from, okay? So we're all good. I had a Mitsubishi, and the first thing Ryan said was, "We need to take this thing off road." <laughs> I was like, it's a Mitsubishi, like little little yeah. crossover. Look, so we drop the trailer, and we get out there, and we're like, mm, "We don't like our trailer out there." We had some chintzy little hitch uh, guard on there. Oh, and, I mean, somebody would have taken a sledgehammer to it; it would have taken it right off. Anyway, Ryan's like, "Well." Let's go. Let's go back and get the trailer. And I'm like, okay. Well, 
the drive out this eight mile long freaking trail and then back what took us about two hours yeah every every bit of two hours because i mean it's just you can't go fast so we get out when we drop our trailer Derek with southern expeditions with southern expeditions and blake harlow with the medic they started airing down their tires and i'm like you know what (laughs) screw it i'm not even gonna do it i don't even care because we're all gonna go slow everything's gonna be fine Bro, they tore ass out of there. I mean, and I'm sitting there going, they're going like 55. They're going, yeah. I'm sitting there going, I'm sitting there going 15 and da, 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 just bouncing and bumping. Well, what everywhere. did the terrain look like? Was it muddy or rocky or? It was hilly, rocky, all the a little Dusty, bit of muddy. muddy. Was it nighttime? This no, no, it was daytime. Daytime. That sounds but, awesome. I mean, but I mean, you start going on, you know, a 250's got what 80 pounds of pressure in yeah, the tires, yeah. and you hit the you hit a pebble. And it feels like you're bouncing off the wall. Oh, I know. My kidneys the other day. I was like, my kidneys hurt from laying in the seat for 24 hours. It took us forever to get back out there. And as we got out there, the sun was just setting. And awesome. it was just the most beautiful scene you've ever seen. See, I like we're going to post some, some pictures up uh, on, the, on the Facebook and Instagram. And yeah, we threw a few. That was, that was a couple of days ahead of the exhibit. And so we... We had a lot of extra time. We kind of knew when we got out there, knew leaving, that we would want to build some extra time to get to sightsee. Last year, uh, I kind of went out there solo and and just had time to go to the exhibit and, and fly back. So I didn't have any time to do any sightseeing. And So this time we built in a little extra time just so we could see the area around uh, Coconino National Forest, Kaibab National Forest, and then even up go up to uh, the Grand Canyon for a little bit of time. So we had lunch Tuesday. We just we were sitting there having lunch and decided, or it was Wednesday. Wednesday we were having lunch and decided we were just going to head up to the canyon and go check it out. So we finish up lunch and just, just drive up about an hour and a half to the south rim of the Grand Canyon. And that was, that was incredible. That was so awesome. Uh, if you're coming through, any anybody uh, that's listening to this that has done it before, you'll you'll know if you're coming through kind of the the south rim from Flagstaff, there's a lot of Navajo Indian country, and but there's a lot of little stops and shops and roadside merchants and things like that on the way through to the Grand Canyon. Well, there's this one scenic stop, uh, scenic overlook that we did we did stop to check out. And it was it was it was the Grand Canyon, but though we were not technically in Grand Canyon National Park, and it was impressive. I mean, it was absolutely impressive. What we, we of course, there's guardrails everywhere, and we jumped over. <laughs> it's the first thing we did, like <laughs> guardrail. guardrail. What? what is this? This is garbage. Hey, when they put it at ankle height, that's just yeah. saying. That's asking. Yeah. Step, step over me and look down in this huge. So ravine. we did. So we did. You know, we climbed over and got got on the edge and got some pretty uh, impressive pictures. And then there was almost a moment where we said, "Okay, all right, is this it? Like, do we go back?" But we just muscled through and went on up to the actual Grand Canyon National Park. And let me tell you how worth it it was. It was awesome. Yeah. I mean, the seeing from that one little uh, scenic overlook was really cool, and it was worth it. But I'm so glad we actually went into the park because it was absolutely breathtaking when you come through and you stand there and see how massive. I and mean, just the, the grand vista that overlooks the Colorado River down there just kind of cutting through the valley. It is, it's an incredible thing. We went to the watchtower 
the Desert View Watchtower section. And because we were pressed for time, that was pretty much all we got to really see of it. But I feel good about what we did get to see because we actually took a little donkey trail, walked along the ridge. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, we got right well, Let me on get the this edge. straight. I don't know if this is fake news or if I heard it from a Democrat or what, but two people fell in and got killed? Uh, four. <laughs> four, people, four people. Four people in 2019 have fallen into the Grand Canyon. And y'all are jumping over the guardrail yeah. and going over the edge. <laughs> I yeah. never heard that. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Four people this year have have gone over the edge at the Grand Canyon. Well, I guess they just in. weren't as good as we were. No, no. I mean, Taking it's, selfies. you know, it's a Get good thing. Balance. Hey, look, look. I was stumbling everywhere i was just tired hey, exhausted i can see how somebody would fall in i can oh, see most definitely oh, i can see well how about when that big old lizard jumped out of that bush <laughs> i thought it was a big old bang rattlesnake and i about fell in i mean you know it was mount, actually mountain goat but you know it was actually a little vietnamese boy <laughs> like the kid from indiana jones dr jones <laughs> yeah it was i mean it was literally about that big but you know one of those little green lizards the gila monster came that, after me <laughs> Thing coming right for us. Well, all I gotta say is Komodo dragon coming after him. <laughs> y'all gotta be happy that I kept pressing to go to that one rim that was way out. Uh, we mean, went out on the point. We went. There out. was a there was a point that kind of jutted out into the uh, middle of the canyon. It was cool. It was, was like awesome. a it was like a little catwalk, like right out into the middle of the canyon. It was cool. I, I noticed how many people because we were probably. By the time we got out to that point, we were probably a mile away from <clears throat> the watchtower. And the watchtower is just, if you're a tourist and you're going to go to the Grand Canyon, uh, if you go in the South Rim entrance, that's where you go. It's your um, first stop. That's your first stop. And it's where we went. Well, it wasn't until the second day when we, we, we went back that we found that little donkey trail that kind of went down along the ridgeline. So everybody else was standing around at the watchtower where there's the big guardrails and the handrails and all this. And it's just kind of the tourist center. And we were climbing all off the, you know, the points and all this stuff. And I, I noticed there were quite a few people taking pictures of us. <laughs> like, look at these, <laughs> look at these uh, jack wagons <laughs> about to die. <laughs> Southerners. <laughs> well, I saw Pat showed me a picture. He said, look at this picture. And then he zooms in. And you're way out on the ledge. Oh, way yeah. out there. Yeah, Pat Pat said, I want to figure out how to get to that point over there. But, and, I, but I wanted to get in the little hole. But yeah. <laughs> It was about 500 feet down. <laughs> yeah. Pat said, I want to figure out how to get in that point over there. And then uh, he turned his head, and I was I was there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he ran yeah. over there. Yeah, he, 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 he was, was over like, there yeah. quick, man. And I was like, <laughs> there I said, it is. I said, where'd he go? And I looked over and I'm like, oh my gosh, he's way out there. <laughs> it was, it was, it was way Live out Lived dangerously. So we came, we came out from there and, uh, we actually asked the gate attendant on the way in, Hey, we're, you know, we're, we're not from around here. We, <laughs> shocker. She's like, yeah, y'all yeah. are from way down there. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need to know where to camp. Well, there was no camping available, or at least at first glance, there was no camping available in the Grand Canyon National Park. So, fills up pretty quickly apparently so we had to go right back outside the gate which was no big deal because i mean it, it literally was right outside the gate to kaibab national forest and just do dispersed camping that was its own adventure uh, because <laughs> we we 
we it, dispersed camping is is just what it sounds. You can camp pretty much wherever you want to. So there's uh, off road trails and um, you let the tree limbs guide you and <laughs> look, the rocks. Look, Holly look. was in full on panic mode <laughs> as Pat and I were trying to navigate through the national forests on the trails. Look, hey, you put me off road driving a truck. I'm gonna get us somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> might not be good. <laughs> we're gonna get somewhere. We were finding dry creek beds and oh. this looks kind of like a road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that looks like it splits into five up there. Uh, let's just take this one and then you know five feet oh, down the road. To be a dead end. <laughs> yeah. Well, so if I wasn't trying to like hand the guy my business card when dropping the rental truck off, telling him we might set up a corporate account, he probably would have noticed the scratches. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. Did you ever put it in four wheel drive? Oh my yeah. god, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Higher, it had street tires. Low. <laughs> <laughs> it had street tires, bro. Of course it had. We had that thing for a lot. Yeah. We took it. Uh, we we took it off a little bit. Well, we. we we were having a hard time finding a decent place. Uh, it's just so rocky and the terrain's pretty rough. And we couldn't find a, a really good spot that was kind of even and flat that wasn't off the road a little bit. So we finally did settle on this uh, this spot that was kind of in a clearing and uh, a nice little a nice. I mean, it was the flattest, open, clear little spot, and it looked like apparently some people had camped there uh, prior to us. Uh, we get set up and realize in our haste and leaving after lunch that we left a lot of our equipment and gear back in Flagstaff with our, our massive trailer. So luckily I had my handy dandy camp chef Sherpa table that had all of our, uh, my like private personal, uh, single burner stoves and stuff like that in it. And Holly hates that little table, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you this. Hey, it that, saved us. It life. saved us that night because we right. pulled we pulled that uh, burner out and made some made some bacon. Had a hot meal. It was well, great. Hey, we had two pounds of bacon on that what four inch wide, yeah, four, <laughs> little, little tiny burner. There's a picture of it online. You can see on Facebook of us standing around that little Sherpa table uh, with lights burning. Well, uh, you know, as we're doing that, we just, I mean, we just finished that up and we're trying to get some, get the fire, you know, good and hot and keep that thing burning, wandering around looking for, for firewood. And, uh, Pat starts calling me, Hey, 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 come over, come over here. And I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was about. And he didn't want to, he didn't want to startle Holly. So. As I'm the, doing the womanly duties over there, cleaning up from the, <laughs> the cooking that, <laughs> That Pat just did. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Pat, Pat calls me over. I, I wander to him, and I notice as I'm getting closer to him in the dark, it's good and dark now, I notice as I'm getting closer to him, he's got a gun drawn. <laughs> I thought there was a body. Hey, hey, look, you know me. Look, I've you know, always got a gun. Found a body in the woods. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, <laughs> I call him over. I say, hey, hey, uh, hey, Ryan, come here for a minute, man. Just, uh, I need your help with something, right? Well, they'll and, let me know. Uh, yeah, yeah, he walks I thought over. He, I, he was saying it like he needed help picking something <laughs> up. Right. You know, it was so casual. And I walk over there and he's got a gun drawn. <laughs> like, <laughs> look. Yeah, I'm I'm here to help. Yeah. So <laughs> wait a minute. I, I knew what he was gonna think, right? So I, he walks over, and I'm standing over a pile of sun-dried, you know, bleached white bones. Right? Not a big deal. Like I understand that that's been there for a while. What caught me off guard was the half 
elk leg still with fur on it <laughs> sitting there right and i'm going i was like so before i even called him over i was like do i call him over i was like nah. yeah i'm gonna call him over this is uh this kind of freaks me out there's just like half a leg it was there. freaky right it was i freaky mean it, it was kind of freaky it still had meat and fur on it yeah it, i mean it was fresh it and was y'all were fresh. cooking meat yeah, yeah we were cooking well meat see this is what we realize as we <laughs> as we're in panic mode wait a minute Where's the rest of this elk body? Right. Yeah. So I was like, it's just weird that this one leg's going to be here. Right. I don't, so I was like, let's look around for it. So we start. Ryan's like, I'll be right back. I got to go get my gun. <laughs> so Ryan goes yeah. back and gets his gun. <laughs> Before we go any further. Yeah. And then I'm left there with no gun up there with the meat. Yeah, with the meat. And Holly's they disappeared. They Holly disappeared. still has no idea what we're no. doing. Traipsing no. through the woods, guns drawn. I mean, I think it's just a body. And so they just disappear out into the forest with their flashlights. And I can barely even see their lights anymore. And I'm like, well. It was obviously... So- it was a kill zone for something because Look, there were bones everywhere. And there's all kinds of big cats out there. And I think there's bears out there. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of big animals out there that can eat you up. Yeah. We saw a lot of scat sign. And that, that was when we realized how much bacon grease we had spilled all over the campsite. <laughs> bacon grease on the y'all went to sleep? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I did. And uh, I let Pat sleep in the hammock. Bro, I hammocked that night. Like Everybody's a, like, you're nuts. Why are you staying like in the hammock? And where, I'm like, where was your gun? Gun in hand. Oh, gun was in hand. Uh, like a Vienna sausage in that hammock like, to a bear. I was like, here's what's going to happen. Something's going to like poke their head up under. Y'all are just going to hear shots fired. Just know that I'm okay and that animal's dead shot in the face. <laughs> Elk, whatever. We're going to have meat, something. <laughs> we, did in, we did enjoy Kaibab. It didn't get as cold in, in Kaibab, which was odd because we were at a higher elevation. I think we were... We were around eight thousand, yeah, uh, eight thousand feet elevation there. It might have been nine. I think it was nine. I, it may have been nine. I mean, it's it's way up there. But uh, man, it's a blast. You, you, so how go. cold? Shoot, Bob was probably like thirty five, thirty seven, something like that. It wasn't quite as cold as it was uh, at uh, when we were in Coconino. But it was it was still cool. But you know, one thing that's so different for um, the West versus the East. Because uh, I do a lot, I do a lot of backcountry hiking and backpacking and stuff through Smokies, and it's a little tough to make a fire here in the east with you know damp, wet wood. And if you're finding, if you're just trying to scavenge and you're not bringing something in, if you're out west, man, it is just everything. Burns. Everything burns. <laughs> in my opinion, everything's gonna burn. It was my turn to go and get firewood. I came back with a bush. She comes back with I, this I, bush, man. <laughs> So she was like, I'm going to go get the wood. And I was like, okay, you know, whatever. It's my turn. This is my Bro, duty. She I will comes this. back with this, gr- the greenest bush you've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, I said, hey. I said, I don't think that's going to burn. <laughs> oh, look, we threw it on there. I said, first of all, I said, how did you even get this out of the ground? And she goes, I kicked it. <laughs> those new boots gave her a little bit of. Yeah, uh, she was walking. She was walking tall in those new <laughs> those new hiking boots. Those were the seven and a halfs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But she brings this huge bush back, and I was like, "Well, let's just see, right?" So I threw it on the fire, and sure enough, that sucker burned up quick. Yeah. Quick. Yeah. quick. <laughs> That's going in the t- t- sound soundboard. <laughs> Quick, <laughs> it did. It uh, 
It did burn. Everything burned. So <laughs> even that Buffalo Trace white dog burned. <laughs> white, dog white dog mash. White dog mash. Pat was confused and thought he was a dragon for half the night. Oh yeah, <laughs> we had this bottle sitting there, and I'm like, I'm not drinking it. Like it just like it'll mess you up. Like it's legit. It's good, but it'll mess you up. I mean, I think what's that? Well, how, how big a bottle was that? Like oh, God, it was know. like a pint, right? Smaller than that. It was wasn't it? way smaller. It was smaller than that. that? Smaller yeah. than that. It was yeah. like half, half that. Yeah. Right. You so, wouldn't want it. it. That'd be ten years worth. <laughs> ten. Shoot, like twenty. Shoot. So anyway, we're sitting there. I was like, it, this bottle, over the past two trips, has put pe- two pe- or I'm sorry, not two people, about eight people on their butts. What? Yes. I drink a lot of it. So at Uwari. <laughs> She was on her butt, which is why, which is which is why there's that video of me, that video of me trying to put her shoes on for her. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't that night. No, no, no. It was the night before. Yeah, yeah three people couldn't get on a pair of boots. No, no, that's no, my no, point. No. It was the night before. You worry that bottle only, like probably eight shots have been taken out of it, and like four people at that point had been put on their butt. Like they took two shots a piece and were out. Anyway, so I'm ridiculous. sitting there, ridiculous, right? Sitting there, and I was like, I just want to see if this stuff will actually light up. I took a big old gulp and I just spit it on the fire, and it lit up. It woke you up, didn't it? Uh, yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. said, mm, "This is good. This is good." <laughs> That's when I say, give it here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that, that stuff was brutal. I couldn't do it. Well, when I bought the stuff, I, let me give you a little backstory on when I bought it. So we're sitting in, me and Blake are sitting in Tennessee going up to Uwari, and we stopped at the liquor store because you always got to stop and get at least a bottle or two. I'm sitting there, and I was like, hey, man, I was like, you got any Buffalo Trace? And he's like, I got the white dog. And I was like, okay. I was like, what is that? I never heard of it. He's like, it's the white dog mash. And I was like, all right, I'll take a bottle. We get it, and I pay for it. And I'm like, you ever had this? And he goes, yeah. I said, what do you think? He goes, I got a lot left. (laughs) That's all he said. And then he chuckled. (laughs) It was a small Buffalo Trace bottle. 12.6 ounces. There you go. That'll work. That's 8.4 shots. Yeah, something like that. That's maybe, all you get. Maybe it was the picture of the bottle looked just like. Yeah, it's not. No, like it was half. It was half the size of a fifth. Okay. Are you googling that? <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, are yeah, you? I googled it. We I heard about? a mouse click. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's been doing conversion tables over here to find out how many shots are in the white dog. Numbers out of his head. Yeah. How many shots are in the white dog? I need a five-star notebook with, like, the conversion chart in the back. <laughs> okay, here it goes. 375 milliliters. Oh. That's how big it was. That's what we just did. Oh. Edit. You're <laughs> way behind. I'm way ahead of you. Well, got, he's just trying to help I've me. I've got the picture yeah, there, right here. There you go. That's how big it was. i got the just, picture. We'll, just, right we'll post see. a picture of the white dog. Huh? White yes, dog. It's on social media. Media. number one. It, it's good. Hair of it, the dog. What's the proof on the white dog? 125 proof. 125. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, it lights up blue you flame. Think you, were, you did think you were a dragon. Oh, yeah. I was like... <laughs> and then, I, was, I was like worried that it was going like, to come back and like light my beard on fire. I was worried. <laughs> Two Alabama men and a woman go to jail and in Arizona. Go to, go to jail in Arizona for burning the forest down. <laughs> uh, hey, very well could have with that one little bottle. Like, what, Revenge of the Nerds where they burn their frat house down by blowing fire at the drapes. Ogre. Ogre. 
That's it. That's That's so, it. so we left Kaibab National Forest and uh, in the Grand Canyon and went back to Flagstaff to finish getting ready. And the adventure didn't start. It didn't stop there. It actually kind of picked up. We went uh, to. We thought we'd just make light work of getting set up for the expo. And turned out that because of the weather that's moving across the country, there were 55 mile an hour winds Crazy. the day that we decided to set up. And we had a, a 10 by 20 foot canopy that was just a massive parachute. You know, it was getting sucked up by the wind. And, and I, I, we had a 15 gallon, about the only thing we had to tie the canopy down with was the trailer and a 15 gallon water tank. It's about 130 pounds worth of water. The wind just snatched that water tank up like it was like it was nothing, nothing. like a paperweight tied to the end. So, uh, you know, in a quick scramble to, to solve, uh, create a solution, Pat and Holly went to Home Depot and bought some sand and stuff like that, but it still it still did not. I right. mean, it didn't happen. <laughs> so you got to lead up to that story because it is it's just the funniest story ever. Because we're sitting there and I was like, hey, we're going to go to Home Depot. We're going to get these the supplies we need. Never once did the word pee come up. No. Oh yes, it did. I he, never he, heard it. He had to pee for two hours prior to that. <laughs> I, I never heard this. <laughs> right. So I did have to be. We That's had we had to go and. Pick up these supplies. Well, on the way out there, S, uh, this trucking company, <laughs> fuck it, Estes, right? So this trucking company, <laughs> they call us and they say, hey, your product isn't going to be delivered to tomorrow. Oh, I got lit. Total I was chaos. I was pissed. I was like, no, it's supposed to be here today. Mass like, hysteria. Yeah. Dogs and cats living together. <laughs> Oh my god, it was stupid. Anyway, (laughs) so they call us, and I was like, "Look, it's in Flagstaff. I'll just come get it. Like, I'll just, I'll come get it. Screw waiting on y'all. I'm gonna come get it." Meanwhile, the bladder of Ryan is hanging lower. Oh, so (laughs) this is on the drive. We had already left Ryan. They they call back and they say, "There's a guy at the warehouse waiting on y'all, but he's about to leave. Y'all need to get there in like the next twenty minutes." I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll be there in 10, right? Call Ryan. I said, hey, man, uh, we got to make a quick stop before we go to Home Depot. We've got to get the supplies we need, um, you know, that's coming in from Camp Chef. And he says, uh, no, this needs to wait. Like, this needs to, I've got to pee. Y'all need, y'all need to get back here, like, now. He's, and I'm he's like, standing there holding on. Oh, down. he's holding on, bro. <laughs> The whole time, and I'm like, dude, I was like, if we're canopy, not there. If I wouldn't hold that canopy, it it'd be in San Bernardino. That's right? so good. Man. So I was like, we can't. Like the guy's gonna leave in like 15 minutes, and he's like, you can just hear the disappointment in his voice because he knew that we were gonna take what two hours. All it turned into two hours. Yeah, there was two a, hours. and there was a you know, it, it's the day before a trade show opened, so there's a hustle and bustle of hundreds of people stirring around, and we're at the front. You know, right, right at the front, not anywhere near facility, <laughs> bathroom, facilities, bathroom at all, and the wind's blowing. I can't leave the canopy, so I haven't even told y'all this story. I <laughs> oh, this is probably gonna be good. Yeah, you well, peed in your no, I didn't pee in my just pants. a little pee, just no, a little pee. You just went right there. No, there might have been some drizzle, but it wasn't like you know, it just been, been a dribble. drop or two. Yeah, okay. so just okay. the the dew off the lily. But as the wind was trying to take that canopy away, I couldn't let go. <laughs> the dew off the lily. I couldn't I'm let sorry. go. 
<laughs> so do off the I, I, I kind of wiggled over to the corner of the canopy. <laughs> I wiggled over to the corner of the canopy. You know where I'm. I'm, I'm the, like, the back, picturing it so good. The back, the, the back canopy, the back corner. And I've got one arm holding the canopy down <laughs> and you pee as the wind, the and I've got my my other hand I use to to unzip my pants right there in front of God, in front country. of everybody, <laughs> in the front, very front of. How the do venue. we not hear about this? In front of now. everybody, I told y'all I did it right at the trailer, like on the like like the back of the trailer. Well, that's exactly where I was. Okay, what I was doing. but he also did that in plain sight, like three other times. Oh, Twenty thousand people. Well, like three other. Time. Well, it's the beauty of being a being a male. I thought it smelled like pee behind the trailer. Just whip it out and go, bro. Yeah, I, you know, right? yeah. I mean, You're out in the woods. Well, no. what was funny is when I got we're back, not in the woods. There wasn't this sense of urgency. Like, nah, I was good. It was. I mean, I was good. Cool as a cucumber. Yeah. I well, mean, I mean, you get to that point where your bladder's like your eyes are water. <laughs> you know, you feel like you know, like like when you were a kid and you go under water and you got your eyes open and just all that water hitting you in the face. God, it was it was rough. I mean, I at my my toes were curling. Now look, look. What you don't understand is is the drive back. So we had this six foot tall, palletized. <laughs> yeah, I saw right? pulled in. So oh, there they are. <laughs> they right? Yeah. So guy loads it up, and Holly's like, "Let's not take every turn like Mario Andretti." <laughs> And I'm like, this wind why? was ripping. I was like, why yeah, would wind, I do that? I was like, was and the wind was horrible, the right? Wind was killer. So we're driving back, and I'm avoiding every interstate that I can. That's why it took us so long to get back. Yeah, thanks for that. Well, the only reason I did it is because we didn't have any tie downs in the truck. Uh, okay, and manslaughter. Uh-huh. You know, we. <laughs> <laughs> thanks a- for that. No, look. So why didn't she drive? Yeah, like at one point we looked at the we looked at the maps, and I was like, oh yeah, it's gonna be like 13 minutes, right? 35 minutes later because I didn't look at the full map and it showed where I took the interstate for 95% of it. But, Pat, Pat so lied. I did. I, well, I, not lied. I was, lied. I gave misinformation. As soon as he said that, I said 13 minutes. Yeah. So no tie downs on this like six foot tall, full of cardboard, just wind drift going everywhere i'm telling you it was a it was a rough ride it did take longer than 13 minutes but it was rough so was the relief wonderful oh man it was (laughs) it was heavenly we had a a rough opening to the show with the canopy and you know the whole the whole fight to get all that set up what about the ride back i thought you were about to just end it there the ride back we ain't even got there yet no No, we're still beginning of the whole we're still in the beginning of the whole story (laughs) oh my god we got a long way to go we got to the show the The show was cool the show was cool we had uh, you know 22,000 people turned out at that event huge event man it was a lot of fun too and I just really enjoyed that's a good group of people it's a great venue for that event and uh, Flagstaff just a beautiful beautiful place if you've never never been it's definitely worth going if you can find a, a way to get out there uh, but we represented Helinox we represented Camp Chef and Yakima at uh, at that event and looking forward to East coming up again too so a lot of a lot of stories and things that came out of that uh, I had to call a little bit of an audible on getting back getting back was about as adventurous as getting out there 
because where where I um, for some for well yeah for well all. for all actually, for all actually for all and I you know I, I had to call an audible and catch a flight out of there and I thought okay well I'm getting the the you know the easier end of the deal I can, I'm just going to be able to fly right out and because of the weather uh, those lingering storms the wind that was impacting us the previous days turned into massive major storm cells across the country that we're seeing all these tornadoes and stuff that are resulting from it now. My flights were so delayed out of Phoenix that I just barely made it to Houston and then from Houston flew to New Orleans and then rented a car from New Orleans. And this was all a a major adventure. Uh, Rented a car from New Orleans about midnight and drove to... um, back to Birmingham and arrived about 5.30 a.m. And that was, you guys left about that same time. Uh, The time that I was pulling in at home was you guys, uh, maybe an hour before, were uh, starting the trek. Yeah, we left out at about 4.45 a.m. It wasn't that late. Yeah, it was. No. Wasn't that late? Yeah. <laughs> I promise. No, we left the hotel at like 4, 4.15. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. Oh. Yeah. Those was past snowing. couple of days have been a complete a blur. blur. Yeah. <laughs> when we left, it was it was snowing. So anyway. Yeah. Like a blizzard. Yeah, your, your trek, you probably should have just waited on us. Well, I, I still made it back before you guys left. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was tough. And let me tell you, I mean, driving that by myself, there was a, there was a time uh, just before Mobile that I was like, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to wind up in a ditch or in the bay or yeah. something. Well, the, yeah. video, the video, the music you were playing. Yeah. The rap music. <laughs> I was jump around. Uh, yeah. House of Pain. This is what I'm listening to. In right your, now. your rental 1997 Ford Focus. It was a Focus. Ford Fiesta. Ford Fiesta. Even better. Even better. <laughs> like a little clown car. <laughs> well, yours, yours was pretty adventurous, but I think we hit Ooh. every type of weather you can hit on the way back. Oh, my God. It was oh, ridiculous. So. And almost hit every animal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we leave out of, we leave out of uh, Arizona, and we're on just on the, that front side of 40, and we're driving down the road. I was like, yeah, y'all, just go ahead and you know take a nap. Just relax. I'll wake y'all or whatever when I'm ready to swap up. But you know me. She reluctantly, I closed my eyes for two seconds. Two seconds. And as soon as I closed them, he started go, screaming. I was like, "Oh shit!" That's not exactly what he said. <laughs> but and, and, I immediately opened my eyes again. And they're and like, I was like, "They're what? like, what? 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 What's going on?" And I was like, I "Almost hit a damn elk." No, <laughs> it was really a squirrel. No, I swear to God, it was an elk. Bro. I knew he didn't want me to go to sleep. That thing, it, it was sleep, massive. Either. It darted straight across the road in front of us. And I was just like, well, maintain course. We're going to hit it. We're going to hit a brick wall. And he got out of the way just in time. And that's when I started letting it fly. And they were all freaking out. It took all that. Oh, yeah. We're just going to let it run its course. We're just gonna I'm going to maintain. And I'm then just run it. He, hit the, he hit the brakes because yeah. I was laying asleep all, all the way stretched out on the back seat. <laughs> my butt hit the front seat and woke up with my headphones crooked. Like, from, what just happened? And from that point on, he wore his seatbelt. Yep. <laughs> Laying down with the seatbelt. Laying down on. with the seatbelt. Yes. This thing is digging in my bag. I was so mad. He has a permanent rectangle tattoo on his left from butt. The seat belt. <laughs> that says, 
his press. Never, never <laughs> took the seatbelt off again. When I was, where was that? That was ten minutes. It was a drive, yeah, literally in Arizona. Arizona. We were still in Arizona, and yeah. it's snowing on us. Yeah, a yeah. blizzard. Yeah, so we're, we're driving through Arizona and into New Mexico, and it is just <laughs> snowing like crazy. I mean, nuts. At first, I thought it was raining. It was still dark. Yeah. So we thought it was rain at first because it was kind of hitting, and then it's then you could like actually see when it started to lighten up that it was snow. But we didn't think it was snow at that point. We just thought it was raining, and Pat yeah. said, "This doesn't look like normal rain." <laughs> I was like, "This ain't this ain't hitting right." <laughs> it's kind of floating down. It's hanging yeah. to the mirror. It's snow, bro. <laughs> bro, it snowed on us halfway through New Mexico, New Mexico and everywhere. then stopped. Got on the backside of New Mexico. It gets eerily dark the fog stayed with us all the way through texas blake harlow he's calling us he's like man have y'all looked at the weather no <laughs> y'all are heading right into a he's tornado. like y'all are going into like 50 tornadoes okay Sweet. i was like parker you're you're, you're on weather dude you <laughs> we'll see a tornado we had stopped in um just before the oklahoma line and you could see i mean it was just getting bad Luckily, Pat's been trained. He's been riding around for like a year and a half with no windshield wipers. <laughs> it's true. Hey, this is true. This yeah. is true. Yeah. Not like this, though. Hey, Not they're like fixed this. now. <laughs> when we got back from our trip, they got This is like being on a ride at a water park. You go around and you end up, you're the one that gets blasted by the waterfall. Oh, and that's what it was like. Just you couldn't soaked. see anything. Couldn't see Jack. Yeah, we had a rainstorm a couple weeks ago and I called Pat. I was like, you all right, bro? He's like, I can't can't see shit, but I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm wiping the windshield with a towel outside the window. So good. So good. So, we were both, like, snapping and slapping each other to stay awake. Like, seriously. Oh, it was bad. It was, uh, that was the most tired I'd been since, I, I remember when we were heading out there and, and me and Ryan were driving and. I had to do that to you. Yeah. In that last stretch and it was bad. We were we were sitting there driving, and I said, I just pulled over. I said, "Dude," <laughs> and you had just woken up. You had taken like what an hour and a half, maybe an hour and a half now. I said, "Can you take over?" I am, I like, I am dead. And he takes over. What well, I, I had to have passed out within five minutes. You of, did, yeah. You were out. Out. Yeah, I think all the way through Albuquerque. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was just like, <laughs> you were okay. Yeah, yeah. I, was good. I had only had a thirty-minute nap. Because the two of these guys, <laughs> as, look, I let Pat sleep for probably a total of three and a half hours that whole trip. Parker slept, who knows how long, in the back seat. 22 of the 22 25 hours? Had to be. Had to okay, be. Okay, so I get in the passenger seat finally after I made everything quiet and I was sure that they were going to get the most rest out of everything. And all of a sudden, I get in the passenger seat and they both start talking. They both start talking work. Parker's head's here. Yeah, I well, he looks sleepy, kinda, so I was talking to him, so we were keeping him awake. I went off a little but, bit, and everybody oh, went, went silent. Off. Yeah, she you went, went off, boy. She, 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 didn't go, us she didn't go off a little bit. She <laughs> went off. She, you do need to shut up. Yeah, y'all shut just need up. to shut up because I let y'all sleep. Okay, Look, so, so I then, was hallucinating. So complete then, silence, right? That. So it was complete oh. silence. Well, like, like fifteen minutes goes by, and she starts to talk to me, right? And he was dead. <laughs> just driving. I, I didn't say a word. Eyes on the wheel. I turned up the radio just a little bit. I started singing. Finally, I, I was like, I'm not even going to open my mouth because I just got 
My head bit off. Parker had already laid back. Yeah, yeah Parker was asleep. Put your headphones on and shut up. <laughs> Bar- Parker didn't drive because he couldn't see over the steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, we didn't let Parker drive for the sole fact that he hits a mailbox in his own neighborhood. I'm the only accident I've ever been in my life. Nope. Not gonna let you drive. <laughs> I flipped the vehicle, but I'm still not gonna Only let you drive. Only accident I've ever been. Hey, I was going off something. With all that being said, I can't wait to drive that truck and trailer again. Sounds exciting. It's you can't rent that truck again. Exciting. They said we that had a back good, to get fixed. We had a good time. We get, East <clears throat> is coming around in the fall in Arrington. Yeah, Arrington, Arrington Virginia yep. at Infinity, Infinity Downs. Group. Yep, so, August. Uh, October, October, October eleventh, twelfth, and thirteenth, I believe, are the are the dates on that show. So, uh, we'll we will be there uh, again with Camp Chef and Helinox and Dometic and Yakima and probably a couple more brands uh, for that show. Hopefully, so, that's I hope to pick up a couple more. Yeah, I think I that's think, be I awesome. think we will. I think we'll we'll be representing a few other brands for sales and marketing there at that at that event. So. A lot of fun if you've never been if uh, you're an east coast guy uh, or girl listening to this podcast feel free to go check that show out uh, overland expo east in october it's not quite as big as the western version but it's still uh, a really good time especially if it's something that you're looking to get into maybe a starter starter camping starter uh, rig um, there's some good options to check out at overland east expo in october Thanks for listening. Hope that you'll tune in uh, next week. We'll go over some more adventures and a few more things that uh, are happening with the guys and Holly. With no last name. With no last name. Who was it that won the Camelback? Weston. Christian. Christian Weston. Christian Weston. But we'll be uh, reaching out to you on social media so you can get your camera back backpack. But until next time, Parker, shoot him up. We. <laughs> <laughs>